Hey everybody, hope you're doing well. I'm recording this on Friday, getting ready for a big weekend with my family. And I know you're probably listening to this in the beginning of the week, so I hope you also had a great weekend and ready for a big week. And I have a special episode for you. This is an excerpt uh, from a live recording or a live meeting we did with our Kingdom REI community, our active and legacy community. We started these monthly Kingdom REI live events. We'll bring in a great guest speaker and then we'll have networking opportunities and deal collaborations and sharing. And so this is going to be a, an excerpt from our time with Mr. Brandon Turner. This is going to be a two-part series, actually, because it was a pretty long talk, and he talked about two different things, and I wanted to break this up and really give you a piece of this over the next two weeks. And what we're going to talk about today is, and, and I love how Brandon describes this, just how you know how lazy people can achieve massive, massive success. He didn't really say that, but he did start, and you'll hear in this thing that you know he says his default is to, is to be lazy. And yet he's he's set his life up in such a way where he can achieve massive success because he stays focused on the one to two things that he knows is what he calls his Dr. Oz cut. And I just thought it was so, so powerful. And I didn't want to take your focus away from the importance of this key concept by giving you the whole talk. So I'm just going to give you this idea of how Brandon or how really anyone who, regardless of your talent, regardless of how much you know, regardless of your your work ethic, because I think that is a misconception that just the harder we work, the more successful we're going to become. That's not necessarily true. It's how hard can you work at the one thing that you're you're the best at and then get others to come alongside of you. And that's what Brandon is going to talk about today in this idea of the Dr. Oz cut. The last thing I want to say before we get into the episode, which I'm so excited about inviting you as a podcast listener to, is our mastermind in San Diego, California. This is a live in-person event with the entire Kingdom RI community and network, November 30th, December 1st, and December 2nd in San Diego, California. And so this is an exclusive invite just because you are a podcast listener and I would love to meet you, to introduce you to our community, the Kingdom Real Estate uh, Network. And so the invitation to sign up for this event, to learn more about this event, uh, you can watch a video about this event from our other previous masterminds. If you go to oneconnectionaway.com, that's all spelled out, oneconnectionaway.com forward slash 2023 mastermind, 2023 mastermind. You can see the link down below in our show notes and go and check out this event and see if you're interested in coming to this. We would love to meet you. This will be about 50 to 60 kingdom real estate investors from all across the country doing amazing things in the real estate space, gathering together for three days. And we would love to have you there. And so go check that out, oneconnectionaway.com forward slash 2023 mastermind. And let's enjoy this episode of Brandon Turner. To make the most of our speaker today because I know he's on limited time and want to bring up, I think you guys all know who this is, Brandon Turner. Let's go ahead and pin him to the screen as well. Guys, give Brandon some love. You know, I was thinking about you, Brandon, today. You know, I think about you either in the bed or in the shower for whatever that's worth, but you know, this is where a lot of my thoughts thoughts are happening. And so, as I was showering today, I was thinking about why you're such a lovable character and you have like this, like Mr. Rogers esque type vibe to you right where like even if no one's ever met you like they feel like they know you does it can anyone relate to that like if you a lot of you guys have probably never met brandon but you feel like you know brandon and that's so much of who he is and i i've had the absolute privilege of getting to know you a little bit over the past year and spending some quality time with you in a couple different places and uh man i've just really really enjoyed it and the thing that i've i've noticed about you brandon and i want to share because i think this is going to kind of uh open up our time today is that you live with such intentionality and you do it with such ease like it feels like i've watched you over the last year 
you know, when you, you transitioned from bigger pockets and kind of really became kind of the, the open face of open door and, you know, raising the funds there and kind of building that, you live in Hawaii and you're building this, you know, multi-billion dollar portfolio. And then you, you know, we started talking about this idea of better, the better life tribe and what you wanted to do with that. And you launched that and how well that's going. And now you're kind of getting in this philanthropic stage of your life where you're raising money now from Mau the Maui fires. We're going to talk about that today, guys. And so, dude, what I've loved is like, you, you know what you want and you move towards it and it feels like you move towards it with ease. And it's something that like I envy in, in a good way. Like I admire and I respect it. And yet I want to be more like you in that regard. And so I'm really, really grateful to have you on here, man, to talk to our community today, guys. I've asked Brandon to talk about this idea of intentionality and I have a few questions for him. But I'm not going to steal the stage. I want I want you also to maybe have some questions for Brandon. So Brandon, I'll ask you to kind of go for about half an hour today. In light of this, we'll kind of go back and forth. And I love, man, if you have some time to open it up for our community, just to ask you some questions directly, if you'd be open to that. I love it, man. How much time do I got today? Uh, well, <laughs> it depends on how long you got, but probably until the top, top of the hour. Okay. All right. That's perfect. Just want to make sure it wasn't like, hey, you got 15 minutes, go. And I'm like, oh, no. Uh Hey, everybody. Can you all hear and see me okay? Everything's working technology-wise? I think. Oh, great. All right, man. Uh, thank you. That was the kindest introduction I think anybody's ever given me. So thank you. Uh, you lie very well. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, all right. So the I, I say this, and I want to I start by saying this. I am very much one of the worst willpower people that I know. Like when I say I'm going to do something, I just usually won't. I would rather stay in bed scrolling TikTok all day long if, if I had my choice. Um, I'm incredibly lazy. I'm incredibly not good at a lot of things. Uh, I have a list of 10 things to do. I might get done with one of them. So knowing all of that, I've had to figure out ways to hack my lack of willpower, so to speak. I have to figure out ways to overcome all those limiting problems in my life, all those weaknesses that I have and saying, Hey, how do I, how do I get things done anyway? And so uh, what I'm going to talk about a little bit today is a number of those things that I've kind of put in place to make sure that forward progress is not dependent on me. It's dependent on, it's just, it happens automatically. That's kind of what I want to talk about. Uh, and th this, I would say nothing I've ever come up with is original. Everything I just steal from other people. Cause I read a t ridiculous number of books, um, probably about, I don't know, 50 to hundred books a year, a lot of personal development, a lot of real estate, a lot of business. And I just kind of like smash them all together and then try to, make new frameworks based on that. So I'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, a lot of what I'm about to talk about comes from books like The 12 Week Year, uh, which is a phenomenal book, The One Thing, uh, uh, Gary Keller, Jay Papazan, uh, EO, uh, Traction from Gino Wickman, which talks about the EOS principle. I mean, even things like The Miracle Morning are combined in there. Things like uh, The Power of Moments, Chip and Dan Heath are kind of combined in a lot of this stuff. But uh, Eat That Frog, Brian Tracy. So a lot of different things amalgamated. Is that a word? I'm going to make it up. Amalgamated together uh, into kind of a system that helps me get a lot done. Uh, give a little background, like, uh, you know, Ellis kind of told you a bit about me. I've got the, um, the better life tribe, which is a hundred percent nonprofit. Well, it's becoming a 501 C three, which is not technically yet because the paperwork takes forever, but a hundred percent of all profits go to charity. Um, and it is going to be a nonprofit. Uh, I don't even take a salary from that one. Uh, so I got that thing. I got open door capital. We have 750, maybe 800 million at this point, uh, in assets under management. I've raised about $350 million from uh, accredited investors over the past three years, four years. I'm launching a mortgage company called Better Life Real Estate Funding. I got a group called The 50. It's kind of like the inner circle uh, that I have. And then I've got 
Oh, there's another one or two in there. So how do I do this? How do I add all those things? Um, I'll tell you, and, and not work a thousand hours a week. Uh, I probably work, I, I like to joke, I actually have the four hour work week. I just have it in 10 different businesses. And so I'm still probably working 40 hours a week, which isn't quite true. I probably work, I don't know, maybe a little bit less than that. But uh, on a busy week, I might work a full-time week. But usually I, I'll try to take at least one day off during the week. And then of course, I try to take my weekends off. So how do I do that? Long introduction. Let me try to explain a little bit. Uh, first of all, I am a big believer in not trying to fix my weaknesses. I'm not going to suddenly become good at managing people. I'm not going to suddenly become good at having a list of 10 things and then knocking out all 10 things. I've tried, I've tried for 20 years to be good at that stuff. And I'm just not, I'm not there. Uh, and so instead I find ways to hack it. So, uh, first thing that I love to do is I love to just outsource every single thing in my life that I possibly can. Uh, there's a great story of Dr. Oz. Uh, Dr. Oz, the famous, you know, like guy, he ran for Congress, but he's a heart surgeon and he's, you know, at the height of his career, he was like, uh, you know, doing a magazine. I think he had two magazines. He was on Oprah. He had his own TV show, maybe two TV shows. He was doing hundreds of interviews a year on like CNN. He had, I mean, he was everywhere. And during that time, he was still doing 300 open heart surgeries every single year. And that's ridiculous, right? How could he possibly be doing that? Well, the fact is, he didn't meet the patient in the parking lot and help them park their car. He didn't meet the patient down in the waiting room and walk them through their options. He didn't take them, uh, didn't do the billing. He didn't even cut them open. He didn't even sew them up. All Dr. Oz would do is he would walk in the room and he would do the cut that he was the best in the world to do. And because the person's lying there on a table with their heart ripped open and there's a knife sitting right next to it, he would pick up the knife and then do his job. So I find that that metaphor is like my ideal for every single business that I run and every single uh, goal that I have is how do I get every single other thing done so that I can I identify what is my Dr. Oz cut and then how do I get everything else done by somebody else? Now, just outsourcing is never always never the answer uh, in terms of just find somebody. It's gotta be the right person. The first assistant I ever hired to be my digital assistant. So the digital assistant, their whole job was to manage my digital life and my emails and my calendar and Asana and all that. And the first day I set them up with a computer and I said, okay, so go to your desktop and click on whatever. And the woman said, what's a desktop? And I was like, oh no. And I was like, it's like where all the icons sit on your screen. And she said, well, what's an icon? And I was like, oh no. And I was like, have you ever used a computer before? And she's like, no. And I somehow hired somebody who would never use a computer to be my digital assistant. So this has come, I've come a long way since then. I'm a little better at hiring than maybe I was. So it's not just about outsourcing, it's outsourcing the people who are phenomenal at it because that's what they were built to do. Like that's what their God-given talent, uh, skill, experience can do. And so my job today is largely just to be a talent scout. Everything, Every single person I meet, there's that question in the back of my mind is, could I work with this person someday? Like, what are they exceptional at? Because there's something that they are, their Dr. Oz cut is something that I would never do. And, and so I'm always trying to find other people to do things because if the person is ripped open their chest on a table and there's a knife there, I of course am going to cut them open because that's just, it's easy. It's right there. I can just do it. And so the more that I can do that, the better. So that's the first thing I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to is I'm very intentional about hiring people to do as much as humanly possible so that I can do the $1,000 or $10,000 hour task. Now let's talk tactically, what does that actually look like? 
when it comes to things like real estate investing, right? Like I don't necessarily underwrite every deal from the beginning. I can come in when the deal has been underwritten and a guy has spent 20 hours on one deal. I can come in and now look at his stuff. And now he is 10 times better than at underwriting than I could ever hope to be. Uh, he, he spends so much time doing it. Now I can go through it and I'm not going to go and be like, uh, you only put $800 for paint. I think it's more like nine. Like, why would I know that? Of course, I, I'm not the expert at that. Instead, I'm looking for bigger picture things around the underwriting. Do we like this area? Uh, do I like this deal itself? Do I do I like the 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 way that the the loan is set up? Do we think that's accurate? And I can ask questions. That's my Dr. Oz cut. And that only takes a few minutes. It doesn't take 25 hours for me to analyze a deal. It takes me five minutes because I've had somebody else do it for 25 hours. And now I can just oversee the process. Uh, Dan Martell in his book, Buy Back Your Time, which is phenomenal, he calls it the 10-80-10 the rule. And I really like this concept. It says, I'm going to do the first 10%. Somebody else is going to do the next 80. And I'm going to do the final 10. And I use that uh, that concept a lot, even before I even heard what it was called. I just I like to start things. I like to let somebody else take 90 or 80% of it. And then I'll come up and wrap it up and put a bow on top of it. Uh, and that works really well. So first thing, I'm, I'm very uh, cognizant that everything I, I do has a dollar power attached to it. I want to do only things that are very high dollar. All right. So the question for you to really ponder today is what is your Dr. Oz cut and what other things you need to work on offloading your plate? I've watched my wife do this recently and starting her own business. And literally, she's just tracking everything she does uh, down on a 30-minute basis on a notepad. She writes on everything she's been doing uh, throughout the day. And then as she goes back at the end of the day, she actually looks at it from a percentage standpoint. I think that's a really cool way just to get a good picture of what am I spending my time on? Is it really things that are moving the needle for me and my family and the kingdom of God? And so I want to encourage you to really consider what is your Dr. Oz cut and how can you begin uh, to really rearrange your life so that you could focus on those things that really have a significant impact. The only really, really way to do that is to take the time to assess. I hope you enjoyed this show, guys. Remember, oneconnectionaway.com forward slash 2023 mastermind. Would love to see you in San Diego, California with me and so many other amazing kingdom real estate investors in the beautiful San Diego, California. Literally no better place to spend a, a late November, December uh, three days, seriously. And it's an incredible weather here. I've been here 10 years. It's my favorite time of the year. So hope to see you. Check it out. OneConnectionWay.com forward slash 2023 mastermind. Have a great week. Cheers.